College can be expensive, but saving now can help your students save later. Give your child's college savings a boost by registering for a chance at one of 25 $1,000 savings plan deposits for 6th through 12th graders. Sign up today at iowastudentloan.org slash register. Look for the Save Now, Save Later giveaway under the scholarships page. Log on and register today. That's iowastudentloan.org. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Once again, Broncos country, it is time to huddle up. As you heard, I am alone today. Chad is busy with the kids. He has a soccer game, kids. And Will, Eric, and Carl all have other obligations. So I am writing solo today to bring you the latest Bronco news of a TJ Ward trade rumor. Shocking, I know. Welcome to the Huddle Up Podcast, your go-to show for all things Broncos. This show's focus is all things that pertain to your Denver Broncos. From game previews to reviews, roster analysis, off-season rumors, and draft speculation, the Huddle Up podcast will continue to bring you listeners interesting content for the most hardcore fans who eat, sleep, and breathe Bronco football seven days a week. While it is fun to simply watch the game, we are here to provide you an entertaining analysis on the roster, players, and games themselves. With many of us at Huddle Up being film junkies and self-proclaimed armchair GMs, we will be breaking down the games from a scouting perspective. Follow myself on Twitter, at Nick Kendall MHH, and be sure to tweet me any questions or opinions you have on my work or this podcast. Um, I'm very active on Twitter and social media, and I love talking football. You can also follow the podcast Twitter account, at Huddle Up Pod. Ours and our co-writers' written content at milehighhuddle.com, a part of scout.com and an affiliate of the CBS Sports Digital Network. We know you listeners are as football and Bronco crazy as we are, so please give us a click and subscribe to us on iTunes as well as Stitcher. Don't forget to share us on Facebook and Twitter. We wouldn't be here today without you listeners, so please take time to rate and subscribe to let your voices be heard on how you enjoy the show. For the next two weeks, we are running a contest, the best rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher, will receive a complimentary milehighhuddle.com VIP premium membership. The winner will get access to all our film reviews, X's and O's, breakdowns, and just more of the really in-depth deep dives that I personally like to do. Chad always gets very annoyed with me when I send him work to edit because normally my articles are 3,000 to 4,000 words long because I like to talk football. I can't help it. That's why I'm here today. Even if it's not a glowing review, we're just looking for the best, most creative reviews. So please log into iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and leave a review for the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We will announce the winner in Carl and I's uh, Week 1 Scout Side Preview of the Broncos Monday Night Matchup, Week 1 Matchup, against the Los Angeles Chargers. And that'll be here before you know it. So please be sure to check in to how you listen to the podcast and leave us a review, good or bad. 
Uh, but don't troll me, listeners. <laughs> that just asks for it, doesn't it? Today's episode is brought to you by MyBookie.net. MyBookie.net is all about the excitement of making accurate sports predictions on your favorite teams without having to risk any of the funds. It's totally recreational and there are all kinds of prizes. In today's climate, the fantasy industries have made watching football a lot more interesting. So go to MyBookie.net and compete for great prizes totally free. All right, well, as I touched on and teased a little bit earlier in the episode, the Broncos have had a rumor swirling around that veteran safety and well, probably one of the emotional leaders of the no-fly zone, TJ Ward has been being shopped by the Broncos' front office. Now, whether or not that is completely true is up for debate. You know, we have some people calling out fake news. We have some people saying it is true. From what I have heard, they have been shopping him, and they also have received some calls on him as well. So there is interest out there uh, for the Broncos' safety, but they might not move him. You know, there's there's a lot that goes into that. There has to be the right deal um, to move a talent like that, and it has far-reaching implications. You know, along the roster, uh, who gets to fill in for that spot, and just what it means for the team as a whole. So that's going to be very interesting to follow, and that's obviously going to have a large impact. Ward has been missing almost all of training camp so far this year and preseason after he suffered a hamstring injury in early August. While the injury has kept him out of action, he is expected to suit up for week one, so it I don't believe it's that severe of a hamstring injury, but still, those injuries can linger and can have long-term effects on a player. Uh, that being said, the Broncos haven't missed him so much in preseason action. Now, you don't want to overrate the film that you see in preseason because teams are not giving it their all. They're not showing their hands, so to speak. But still, these have come in and performed rather admirably. You've had both uh, deep coverage safeties, I like to, as I like to call them, Darian Stewart and Justin Simmons, playing very well over the top, with Stewart playing more of that strong safety, uh, but still farther back role. And then you've have, had Parks and undrafted free agent Jamal Carter playing more of that strong safety box linebacker, box safety role that TJ Ward has been very good at over the past few years for the Broncos. We all know that TJ Ward is a tone setter and an obvious talent for the Broncos secondary, but it definitely does beg question if the Broncos should look to move him this offseason. Now, before we get into the pros of pros and cons, TJ Ward, it is important to talk about what he brings to the table and what he has meant for this team and the secondary over the last few years he has been with the Broncos. TJ Ward is currently 30 years old, but will be 31 in December. And as anybody who has listened to me or anybody else really who talks uh, roster analysis and team building, once you hit that 30-year mark as a defender, you can hit that, that hill pretty hard and lose your effectiveness rather quickly. So that is something to watch and definitely worth noting. TJ Ward went to college at the University of Oregon. He was a duck and uh, was drafted early in the second round by the Cleveland Browns. In 2014, he signed a four-year, $22.5 million contract, which, in my opinion, was a to steal for the Broncos. Ward was one of the best defensive players on the free agent market, and to sign for a deal that cheap for such a high-impact secondary player, that was a great deal by the Broncos. I remember exactly where I was sitting when that deal occurred. I was in the library. I was still an undergrad at that point, and I saw that go across the the Twitter. And I was like, man, what a deal by Elway. So you got to love it when Elway wheels and deals and 
make some splashes in free agency. But he's on the last year of his deal. And being with that age and with the Broncos having young talent behind him, it is worth asking the question, would this team be better long-term moving him? TJ Ward has a scheduled cap hit of $5.75 million this year. And if the team does move him, whether it be releasing him, hopefully not. I don't think they will. I think that's silly. Or a trade. They would have a dead cap hit this season of $1.25 million, but have a cap savings of $4.5 million. Now, that $4.5 million might not make a big difference this season, but as you have seen from the massive amounts of cap that teams like the Jags, the 49ers, and the Browns have had just this past season, a lot of it can be rolled over. So what the Broncos don't spend this year can be rolled over to give them additional cap space next year. I'll touch on that a little bit more in a bit. Uh, TJ Ward had a very solid combine. He has never been the biggest guy. You know, he's a little bit of a a shrimp out there, at least compared to a lot of those behemoths. I wouldn't say that to his face, though. (laughs) He is five foot ten and a half, two hundred and eleven pounds, and at the combine ran a four four nine forty. So really good speed from that safety position. He is one of the more physical, strong safeties in the NFL. You know, you're not going to mix them up for Cam Chancellor. But still, he is very much a hard hitter looking to big uh, deal out big blows to ball carriers and receivers alike. Um, he's been great. The, the one-two punch of Warden Stewart has been one of the better safety duos, and they, they mesh very well together. You know, Stewart is very physical coming downhill, but he's better in that deep safety role uh, compared to Ward, who you don't want him playing that uh, cover one where he's the primary safety in the back. He's just doesn't have the length and doesn't have the speed he had before where he can cover a lot of ground. You don't want him being that cover one safety. Even that cover two safety is not the best for Ward, I think, going forward. That said, he's a very strong, very strong tackler, although he's fallen off a little bit there. And he's really just a great blitzing safety. Uh, not afraid to take any player over the middle of the field and has been one guy who's given Gronk some fits. You know, he's very much in your face, in your head type of safety who can win emotionally and physically in that regard. In 2015, he had 61 tackles for two sacks and two forced fumbles. He had an uptick in statistics in 2016, but that probably has a lot to do with the Broncos inability to stop the run on the defensive line and the linebackers. So more of the run plays were getting to that second, third level for Ward to help clean up. Uh, he had one sec- sack last year, three forced fumbles, and one interception. And the most important, well, not the most important, but the most fun stat of Ward from last season is that he had 17 pressures, which was the most among all safeties in the NFL. And what a pro football focus describes as pressures is the combination of sacks, hits, and hurries. So Ward especially with how Wade Phillips loved to use him, would be in the box, uh, delayed safety blitzes, and attacking downhill, almost like a linebacker. You know, at pounds, he doesn't have the size to play linebacker all the time. But as far as a nickel linebacker type or a dime backer, he can play that role and play it rather effectively. So that is where, you know, if you listen to the positional breakdowns that Carl and I did over the offseason to kill the time between the draft and the preseason because I mean that's that's the worst time of year. You know, we got baseball going, yeah, that's fun. You know, school's out for summer, yada yada. But that's a dead time for football and that's not the most fun. But he had a good 2016. 
Uh, like I said, 17 pressures and really put pressure on the quarterback as a, a box nickel slash dime linebacker type. His 17 pressures last year also got him one of the highest pass rush productivity scores in the PFF era, which is from 2006 to 2016. Only Ronnie Harrison in 2007 ever had a higher score than Ward's 28 points to me last season as a pass rushing safety. Uh, that is one area where he has been top five every single year he's been with the Broncos, and that's the first Bronco to do that. Uh, 2015, I believe, was his best year at the Broncos. He was one of three play- players at the safety position to earn an above-average grade in run defense, coverage, and pass rushing. So really a jack-of-all-trades. You know, you can put him in many areas. He does have physical limitations due to his size, being a strong safety, and having to go against tight ends who are, let's face it, freaks in this day and age. But still, he makes up for it in moxie, athleticism, and toughness. So overall, just been a fantastic player for the Broncos since he signed his deal, which, again, I want to stress, was under market value. So that's, you can't underestimate the value that he's brought to the Broncos. I mean, do they win the Super Bowl without him? He was a really close to a fumble return touchdown for the Super Bowl MVP. I still would have given it to Devon because that edge rusher is super valuable, but I mean, he, one of the emotional leaders. This season, if he does stay on the team, I would project him to play less snaps than he ever has before. Uh, that has mostly to do with the Broncos' depth at the safety position, but that it has a lot to do with Ward you know, starting to be on that downhill slide physically. He's a guy you don't want in that deep safety zone. He's better closer to the line of scrimmage. But having suffered a few injuries over the last couple of years, he may be starting to slow down. So transitioning more to Simmons and Carter makes sense. That said, I I did I do expect a solid year for him if he does stay on the Broncos. He had a lot of missed tackles last year. I believe he was one of the top safeties in terms of missed tackles last season. So he's not always the cleanest in terms of his tackling technique. He will sacrifice some of that for big hits, uh, which, you know, honestly, it's frustrating. But at the same time, that can be big because that can be a tone setter. That can create a turnover. And, you know, those big hits, if you can get one, if you remember the Broncos trying to throw over the middle against the Seahawks, I know I always like to bring up the Broncos getting their butt kicked in a game just because it gives me PTSD and sticks in my head. But if you remember the Broncos trying to go over the middle of the field against Cam Chancellor in the Super Bowl in 2013, Cam Chancellor popped a couple guys over the middle, and then the Broncos were afraid to toss it there the rest of the game. And that's something that Ward can bring to a little lesser extent, but still it is valuable. Uh, But before we move on, I want to, once again, reiterate our new sponsor, MyBookie.net. MyBookie is all about the fun and excitement of making accurate predictions on your favorite teams without having to risk any of the funds. Site members can make picks against real spreads, lines, and totals for major sports leagues and associations, as well as college sports, and compete for great prizes courtesy of MyBookie. MyBookie.net is the greatest, most professional, and totally free and mostly important 100% recreational sports prediction service you can find on the web. Instead of the typical head-to-head challenges and handicapping contests, mybookie.net goes beyond the basics and offers members a true betting platform that will make users feel like they were in a real betting site. Unlike most betting services, mybookie.net is a completely free site that allows you to make daily predictions and bets and win real prizes at no cost. MyBookie is not a gambling or a play-for-money site. It's a free sports wagering website built for millions of sports fans to provide them with a platform to to participate in picking games, predicting scores, and compete for free prizes without risking any money. 
Just like office pick'em contests and fantasy football, MyBookie brings a deeper enjoyment and excitement to watching your favorite teams by increasing the stakes. It is fun. For no cost, you get to make predictions and qualify for free prizes. Again, the service is free for all users. And we want to say thank you to MyBookie for sponsoring the Huddle Up podcast. Now I want to get into a little bit of the why nots and why do's of trading TJ Ward. You know, there's a lot of pros and cons, and it's not as simple as a as a yes or no answer. You know, it's shades of gray, just like everything. But first, as I've touched on a little bit, I believe that TJ Ward is the emotional leader of the secondary. Is he the most valuable player in the Broncos secondary? I would argue out of the starting five, I like to stay starting five because I believe that third cornerback, especially in today's NFL and with how much the Broncos play sub package, that third corner is a starter. But in terms of the starting five secondary players, he is the least valuable one. I would take all three of the corners and Darian Stewart over him if I was picking, you know, a street ball team or building a roster. That said, I still think he is the emotional leader. Um, he's not the Wolf Von or Chris Harris Jr. in terms of leadership or being a core member of the defense, but he brings aggression and physicality to the defense as well as being a very well-loved and respected member of the Broncos locker room. I mean, if you, any of you guys follow Brandon Marshall on Twitter, don't trade the homie, not my homie, the homie. So Ward is loved in that locker room. And if you move him, I mean, even the rumors of this trade getting out, you risk a little bit of fallout in the locker room because he is beloved in around the team. And if you are trading a known quantity in Ward for draft pick next year, or, you know, going with some of those younger questionable guys. I mean, I, I'm a fan of a lot of the younger guys, but they are questions until you see more on the field. What message does that send to the team? Does that say that they are potentially not trying to go to the Super Bowl this year? Do they not believe in the offense? You know, do they not think Vance Joseph in the first year is going to lead this team to the playoffs or beyond? I mean, you have to question that in terms of the message it sends to the team and the locker room. Another reason that it would maybe be questionable to trade TJ Ward is that the Broncos struggled mightily against the run in 2016. Now, if you've been following my VIP film pieces that I've been putting out uh, so far this preseason, I've broken down only defensive line players because I don't have coaches film yet because it's preseason. Uh, and also I am very much a defensive line oriented person. I love the defensive line. So I think our defensive line, the run stopping is going to be much better this year, but still we struggled in 2016. The team was ranked 28th in the league in yards surrendered per game at 130.3. That is a huge step back from the third ranked uh, team in 2015, which had the number one pass defense and the number three run defense. Uh, The Broncos were more middle of the pack in terms of yards surrendered per rush attempt They finished 18th at a rate of 4.3 yards per attempt on the ground. So the the 28th ranked in terms of yards surrendered per game, I believe is a little misleading because the teams did not want to throw against the Broncos no-fly zone. Um, So what do they do instead? They focus on the ground game. I mean, you saw that in the Titans game. That was the blueprint on how to beat the Broncos last year. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, control the ball, uh, have the quarterback make a little bit of plays with the legs, make the offense try to beat you. They weren't able to do it. So I think the Broncos run defense will take a step up this year, but trading Ward does not help that. 
you know, he did have a fair amount of missed tackles last year, but he still is a presence in the run game, especially around the line of scrimmage being that, you know, firehead ball of energy. So trading Ward, you know, going from Warden Stewart to Simmons and Stewart, you take a step back there in terms of the physicality and uh, run defense. So that is something to uh, monitor. Um, and finally, why break up the historic no-fly zone before you need to? I mean, this unit has a chance to be one of the best of all time. That's that's not even a stretch. They have been so dominant over the last two years that if they have one more year at a similar success rate, it will be a stretch that we haven't seen in the NFL. I mean, that is just unbelievable. So they're going back for that number one pass defense for the third year in a row. And honestly, I don't see why they won't get it. I mean, I'm not going to say the Broncos offense is going to take a big step forward, but I think they're going to be solid, more solid running the ball this year. And they're going to be more solid stopping the ball. And with Von Miller healthy, and I believe Shane Ray and Shaq Barrick will be back soon. And, you know, defensive pieces in the secondary that are exciting and young and talented. There's no reason they shouldn't finish number one again in the past defense. And getting rid of Ward may make you take a step back there because he does do a decent job against tight ends. I mean, you saw uh, last year when Ward was out against the Chiefs in that horrific game, against, uh, Travis Kelsey went off against the Broncos' backup safeties. He had six receptions, or no, scratch that. He had 11 receptions for 160 yards and a touchdown. Granted, a lot of those yards were on one big play, but still, he definitely was missed going up against Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs' uh, tight ends and running backs. So there is obvious risk of trading TJ Ward, you know, especially if you are competing this season for the division and potentially more. It does depend mostly on the quarterback as well as there are three things. I've been harping on it all offseason. Improved quarterback play running the ball better, stopping the run better. Do two of those three things better, and this team should be competing again for the AFC West. Now, will we see if, we'll see if that happens. You know, that remains to be seen, but I remain optimistic until I can't be anymore. Now, on the other end of the scope, you have to look at why it makes sense to trade TJ Ward. Now, I've touched on it already, but TJ Ward is on the wrong side of 30. That is something that you see time and time again that is just has a major impact on defensive players, especially ones that are as small and play as physical as Ward. Uh, just today, when I recorded this podcast, Joe Hayden, cornerback for the Cleveland Browns, former teammate of TJ Ward, was released. And although he was already picked up, he has taken major steps back due to being dinged up and being older. Only 28 years old, but still, those injuries and that physical nature of that uh, of the league down, and Ward has had a couple injuries over the last few seasons. He missed some time last year and was not as effective due to injury. And also he's had a hamstring this year. So given his stature and the way he plays, I would not be surprised to see a dramatic slip in production when he goes. I think he was going to go quickly. You know, he does play very smart, but I mean, secondary guys, when you lose that step of the game fast, two of the best cornerbacks I've ever seen play the game and Champ Bailey and Darrell Revis went from studs to mediocre. I'm not going to call them scrubs. Over the course of like, it felt like months after an injury, and they just lost that step, and they weren't able to get it back. That's, that's the difference in the NFL. It's so small. There's so many talented guys. There's so much speed, so much power, 
it's it's insane. So if Ward starts to lose that step at his size, he's going to go downhill quickly, I believe. Another reason to p- consider trading TJ Ward is that the team has a number of young, athletic, exciting safeties. If you've been watching the team uh, this offseason, you have to be excited about what they've seen from undrafted free agent Jamal Carter. Uh, 6'1", 215 pounds, ran a 4'6", and was, I believe, a five-star recruit coming out of high school. He was the highest-paid undrafted free agent by the Broncos this season. And with how much he's played that linebacker safety role to a pretty, pretty solid um, production, he, he's been a lot of fun. And the team has not missed Ward so much in that role. Again, preseason, don't want to overanalyze it, but I'm here to analyze it, so I have to. <laughs> um but yeah, Carter has been awesome, and if you cut him, I can't see, I can't see him getting through waivers back to the practice squad. He's just been, he's looked like a third or fourth round draft pick with how aggressive he's played and with how athletic he looks running around. I mean, he's almost the same size as Zaire Anderson. So, with the Broncos lacking depth at linebacker and that strong safety role potentially, especially if Ward is gone, I do not want to risk losing Carter. Uh, another strong guy, uh, Will Parks, very strong special teams contributor, uh, drafted in the sixth round by the Broncos, only 22 years old, 6'1", 205, ran a 4'5", so decent athlete, versatile, big hitter, aggressive, has had some issues with some low hits this preseason, which, I mean, you can't do that. It's preseason. If you're doing that, you need to find a different league. You're going to be out, in my opinion. That's kind of Bush League, but still. Very strong special teams contributor and a strong backup safety. I'd rather see Carter get more work as that strong safety role, especially the box strong safety role. But still, you don't want to lose that young in Will Parks. Finally, you have the one of my favorite players in the 2016 draft class. I actually had him in my mock draft. And lo and behold, the Broncos select him with the exact pick I had him, Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons is a unique and very fun safety that is – going to get starting time with this team, no matter what. I mean, even if they don't trade Ward, I expect Justin Simmons to have near the same amount of snaps as Ward this year. Just 23 years old, entering his second season from Boston College. He's 6'2", about 205, 210 pounds, ran a 4'6", as well. But the thing that made him insane was his jumping drills and his agility drills. He had insane agility and lower body explosion drills in terms of his uh, vertical and uh, broad jump. He finished in the top five in five of the seven categories he competed at in the 2016 combine. So doesn't have the best straight line speed, but in, when you combine his length, uh, his agility and his lower body explosion with his intelligence and his, uh, his ability to read the, the quarterback and create plays on the ball, he's just a very unique player. And I think could develop into one of the better canopy safeties in the league. You know, he's not going to cover as much ground, but with his agility, his ability to make that first quick step and that length, he's a very unique player, and I'm excited to see him get more playing time this year. So all those guys deserve playing time. They have played great over training camp and preseason. And with Ward being gone, I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't completely missed Ward. I mean, if, you, if I didn't know he was out, I don't know if I would have been like, oh, snap, we were missing Ward back there. Where's TJ Ward? Man, I wish he was there to make that play. They've been solid. So that's something you definitely have to think about when you're thinking about whether or not it is smart to move TJ Ward. Another reason that it is smart to consider moving him is that it is going to create cap room. Trading TJ Ward, 
while it will result in some dead cap space, you get a cap savings of $4.5 million. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot, but when you potentially have to go out there and sign a quarterback or looking to create cap room in 2018, that can make a big difference. You know, maybe the Broncos need to spend money on a new quarterback next season. That's possible. I know for a fact they have discussed 2018 quarterback options if things go wrong this season. With that $4.5 million, you can roll that over for 2018. Right now, the Broncos only have a projected $15 million cap for 2018 offseason. That's not a lot of money. So with an extra four point five, that I mean you you add an extra five million to the fifteen you have. And granted, they'll they'll be doing some maneuvering to get to more than fifteen. I guarantee that. But still, it's not going to be a boatload of cap room to make moves. And if there's struggles at quarterback, you want to put yourself in a place where you can make a move if you have to. Uh, something I want to touch on as well is somebody I respect that works in the Denver media is Tony Rennick. Uh, but he made a comment on the air today how the Broncos would be smart to keep Ward and then just let him walk for a third or fourth comp pick. And uh, it would be 2019 when they would get that comp pick. And I am here to say that is hogwash. The Broncos are not getting a third or fourth round comp pick for TJ Ward. Not no way, not no how. For example, Danny Trevathan brought the Broncos a fifth round comp pick in this last draft class. He got a contract that averaged $6.9 million per year at a position that is paid more on average. Uh, Danny Trevathan is also going into his first contract. So if you think Ward is going to get paid more than $6.9 million per year, I, I got a bridge to sell you in Arizona. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. With Ward having injury history, being on the wrong side of 30, and playing a position that's just simply not as well paid on the open market. You think he's going to get more than what Trevathan got, who only brought us a fifth round pick? I, I really don't think so. As good as he's been, there's just teams value teams pay players, not based on what they have done, but what they will do. It's why you see players like Derek Carr and Matt Stafford get mega contracts. I mean, what really have they accomplished? Not so much, but they are young players at positions of value. They are going to get paid no matter what. And I don't see Ward getting a contract of over $6.9 million per year. With all that being said as well, you know, like let's say, oh, you're only going to get a sixth-round comp pick, maybe even a seventh-round comp pick for Ward. I would guess sixth. That means that the Broncos are going to be hamstrung, not to you know, make a pun there based on Ward's injury recently, a hamstring injury, although I do like puns. Uh, but the Broncos are going to be hampered in their ability to go out and make moves on the free agent market. Because if they sign any player at all similar to Ward in terms of annual allotted value, that's the, the money per year, Ward's contract and the players we signed contract will cancel each other out and the Broncos will get no comp pick for that player. So comp picks are very valuable in today's game, especially because you can trade them. The Broncos got screwed out of an extra third round pick this last season. I don't want to get into that too much. It makes me too mad. But it's, it's worth discussing. So... Overall, a board wants to retire a Bronco. He has reiterated this multiple times. Uh, the team has met with him and his agent multiple times in training camp, and they do not appear to be that close together. They're just far enough apart that I'm not sure they're going to find common ground. Maybe they do. I would love to keep Ward here. He is one of my favorite players on the Broncos defense. I mean, by all accounts, seems like an awesome guy as well. You know, some players are good players, but 
potentially not the best dudes. Ward sounds like a great guy and a great player and a great leader. And he's somebody that you want in your locker room. But that said, this is a results business. And this isn't just about winning now. It's about winning from now on. So if you can get value for Ward and you think that you have players that can play for 90% of what he brings for a fourth of the price, and you can bring in value from a different team, whether it be a draft pick or potentially another player, player for play, player trades are so rare in today's NFL. I would, I've been told, and I would assume as well, that it's not going to be Ward for a player trade. It's going to be Ward for a draft selection because the Broncos are aligning themselves, give themselves flexibility to potentially go after a different answer at quarterback. Now, whether that will happen, maybe Simeon steps up, maybe Lynch steps up, maybe Sloter steps up. Gosh, I don't know. I, I don't see the future. But they will align themselves up that they will not have a situation again like this last offseason. They will have a more definitive answer at quarterback. And trading Ward may help them do that. So that's my two cents. If this was Madden and you didn't have to worry about the locker room fallout ramifications, I would be trading him because I love Simmons. I would play Simmons at free safety, uh, Stewart at strong safety, Carter at that box safety role, and then you know move those guys around accordingly based on you know the what the defense calls for. Like if it's a heavy set defense, you know you can play Carter or Parks at the Stewart uh, at free safety for obvious pass situations. You know Carter is the nickel. Uh, Nickelback, Stewart as the strong safety, Simmons as the free safety, and move them around. You know, we have a lot of options. And with how Joe Woods and Vance Joseph being former defensive back coaches, they're going to be versatile. They're going to move those guys around and put them in unique and fun situations. So it's going to be fun to watch. But this isn't Madden. There is real world fallout and complications from trading a guy that is so beloved in the locker room. And I know that the team is pretty irritated that this got out. So we'll see what happens. If you were, Asking me to put money on it, I would say maybe at mybookie.net. I don't know. Um, I would say that Ward is not traded and is still on the Broncos this season. But if a team comes along and offers the Broncos a fourth-round selection, a fifth-round selection, I don't know if Elway hangs up the phone. Well, that will wrap up this special trade rumor edition of the Huddle Up podcast. Thanks for tuning in through our deep dives throughout the offseason as we covered all the positional, positional groups on the team. Make sure you're tuning in as we inch closer to opening week action as the Broncos take on the Chargers on Monday Night Football on September 11th. You can follow me on Twitter at NickKendallMHH, as well as find my Denver Bronco articles and my co-writers articles on Mile High Huddle, an affiliate of Scout.com and a member of the CBS Sports Digital Network. Uh, like I touched on earlier, I have written three film pieces all over the week, which are because of CBS, all film pieces are VIP only. I did week one, Broncos versus Bears, uh, Adam Gotz's piece. Week two, Broncos versus 49ers, uh, Zach Kerr piece. And this week, game three, preseason game three MVP, Shelby Harris film piece. So a lot of fun breaking down those defensive linemen. And I hope you guys enjoy those pieces if you're out there uh, watching them because they're, they take a long, long time to do, but I think they're the most rewarding. I'm, I'm a film geek, so I don't mind it too much. You can follow the Huddle Up podcast by subscribing on iTunes and for Android users, Stitcher. We also have audio up on YouTube now, so you can check that out on the My Huddle YouTube account. Again, please be sure to subscribe and rate us and enter for that free VIP. Us on Twitter and all social media. I, I personally love interacting with Bronco fans. I'm, I'm pretty friendly. We may have different opinions but yeah that that's okay i'm a pretty friendly midwestern type <laughs> um i'm nick kendall wrapping up another episode of the huddle up podcast we hope you enjoyed it and we will see you soon go broncos 
Mile High Huddle. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 